when you don't get what you want, you kind of almost have to say, thank you. I know you have something better for me. This is the Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal God's love and power in the lives of His children. What God has done for our storytellers, He lives to do for you. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. Hey, everyone. It's good to be with you guys. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we're so glad that you're here today. Um, We have a really cool story that was brought to us from a storyteller. Um, And it's always fun when those dots are connected, like a storyteller introduces a storyteller, introduces a storyteller. Um, God's just weaving our stories all together. Mm -hmm. And when two storytellers are connected, um, I think it just is a visual representation of how much God is still working. And I think that that is really cool. Mm. Maybe it's not a visual representation, but maybe it is. I don't know. Is it? I didn't know. It's your it's your vision. We're yeah. we're all just a part of it. <laughs> anyway, um, I I don't know. I think this story is really special, even though it's short. Um, I think it packs a punch because I know that there are so many people um, that are wrestling with cancer right now or have someone in their family that's wrestling with cancer and um i don't think that there's a single person on this planet Mm. that hasn't been touched by cancer yep unfortunately yeah i know right um gosh so much so for us really in like the last month just people in our lives affected by cancer and it's um, heartbreaking there are some victories and there's some tragedies and What I love about Allie's story, the gal who you're going to hear from in just a minute, is that her story is uh, one that truly is filled with so much hope. Um, And I think for her, it was a really unexpected hope and faith that came in a way that she never would have thought. You're listening to Allie's story, a different kind of faith. So I'm Elisa, also go by Allie. I'm blessed to be here. For a year, I was going through migraines and and I went to a doctor and I got muscle relaxers and hydrocodone. And then I was diagnosed after, I still am not sure if I passed out or if it was a seizure. I know I couldn't walk very well. And I called my dad and he came to get me and took me to urgent care. Urgent care said, we can't help you. Um, You need to go to the ER. And at first I was diagnosed with two stage four inoperable brain tumors and they thought it was glioblastoma. And glioblastoma is about as bad as it gets. Um, And it's just, it was a whirlwind because first you're sick, actually. You're sick. And then the doctor gives you the news. And now you're in shock that you have three and a half months to live. And 
you know, your, I guess I feel like my head was just spinning. Like you don't really know what to do. You're just stuck in that moment going, how can this be? You know, I've lived a healthy life. I was never a drinker. I was never a, a drug user. And how it, it doesn't run in my family. How do I have two brain tumors, stage four, that are inoperable that are going to kill me? And then at first I was like, why is this happening to me? This is so not fair. But when I was diagnosed and I heard three and a half months, um, it was rough. It was really rough. And I was doubting my faith. And I asked God for a sign. I was 94 pounds and I felt like I was losing. And after I asked him for a sign one evening, I got up the next morning and I went to the grocery store. And this elderly couple were loading their groceries. And at the time, I was going by Laverne from the Laverne and Shirley show because my hair was growing about, my hair was growing out dark and curly like Laverne's. <laughs> and um, this couple, I rolled down my window and I asked if they needed help loading their groceries. And they were just like, no, 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 we've got it. We'll hurry. And I was like, no, take your time. You know, I'm patient. I've learned to be patient. <laughs> um, and when they were done, they walked over and said, can we give you something? And they gave me this wooden block that said Jesus. And I asked what their names were. And their names were Laverne and Shirley. And I thought he was joking. I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah, look on the back of the block. So I look on the back of the block and it says Laverne. And his wife's name is Shirley. So not only did I get a sign, literally a sign, a block, but then I also got it from a man named Laverne and his wife named Shirley. And I've never met a male Laverne. <laughs> I've never met a Laverne or Shirley. That block sits in my living room on a stand and I see it every day. I've told this to hundreds of people probably at this point, to the point to where my son, when he's with me and I'm telling someone, he goes, not this story again. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You learn to be patient. This is my job right now. If I can save one more person from cancer, I feel like that is my job for the man above. He kept me here to help people. I mean, he helped people. That's all he did. And I do believe that the only reason I am sitting here is from God because of him. Nobody gets out of stage four, two brain tumors, stage four and operable. And I think going through all of this and being threatened with your life gives you different perspective of what he does for you. And I, like I said, I have learned that more, the, the stronger your faith is, the less your stress is. It's a different faith. You have to believe that 
his plan is better than any other plan you're going to make for yourself and that he holds the blueprint and challenges or tests of faith. You are getting tested. You have strong faith. He wants, he's trying to build your faith in him. He's trying to make you stronger because he knows there's another, you know, hurdle to jump ahead. Life's not strawberries and blue bonnets every day. <laughs> so wake up. There's a challenge. Can't be any bigger than the cancer. They say God doesn't give you more than what you can handle. And I don't agree with that. I feel like God gives you more than what you can handle to make you stronger for your future challenges. That's the mentality I was raised in from my dad. And it really serves me well because I've missed out on so many things. And I'm like, I missed out on those for a reason. There was something better. I thought that was awesome, but God didn't think that was awesome for me. He has something else, you know, it's not, I'm not in control. He is. And I, we forget that just as humans, but when you don't get what you want, you kind of almost have to say, thank you. I know you have something better for me. Yeah, just through all this, I've learned that faith, oh, faith is over everything. If you don't have faith, it's going to be a rough life. It's going to be really rough. I have prayed for stuff. And it happens like, like that. I needed, this is crazy. I needed to pay, can't remember if it was a month of insurance. I think it was a month of insurance. And a neighbor I barely knew had a dream about me. Walked over $400. For somebody like that to do something from a dream, who hands anybody $400? I needed $380-something. And then she, she said her dream told her to give me $400. And she said when she has dreams like that, she knows that is her job to implement whatever that dream was about. And I was shocked. I, I, I couldn't believe it. This was after when I had to get the MRIs done. And first I had to do them every month. Then I had to do them every two months. Then every three months. And now I'm at every four months. And I was at the point where I was ready for an MRI. And I didn't have the money. And she gave me $400. Every day brings its own challenge is for everybody. I mean, some people can't even get out of bed. And I think, man, I'm blessed to be able to get out of bed. There was one point in time where I could not get out of bed. I'm blessed to be able to still drive a car. Thanks to my neurosurgeon, I can, I am not paralyzed on the left side. It was a very dangerous biopsy. You know, I'm, I'm blessed to still have hair. I'm blessed to be able to walk. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I tell you my story, but it is why I am 
the way I am. I am this way because I went through all that. It, it, it molds you into who you are. Every single thing you go through in life molds you to be the person that you are. And had you missed just one of those things, you wouldn't be the same person. So the tumors are stage two. One's on the memory gland, one's on my pituitary gland, and they're stable. And to think that I was supposed to be gone in 2017. His plan for me was a lot bigger than what I had envisioned for myself. That was Allie's story. Yeah. Uh, pretty powerful. Yes, so powerful. I love the meeting Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> yeah. And, and then uh, on the website, uh, in her story, I will put the picture of the sign that she has, the Jesus mm-hmm. sign. And I think what's really cool about that sign is that Jesus isn't spelled out. The negative space is what the blocks are. So the blocks make the negative space and so Jesus is visible because of the negative space mm. and I think that that's a parallel to the story in, yeah. in, in suffering mm. I think in suffering in difficulties in hardships we see Jesus show up in a way that we can't when things are going well mm. so I feel like the sign symbolically to me speaks to how we see Jesus show up in this, this story and I think that's kind of cool That's very cool. I hadn't even thought about that, but I love that. I love that parallel. Yeah. The negative space, man, that's good. Be sure and check out that picture because it's really cool. And when she was telling us about it, I was having a hard time picturing the sign and then she showed it to us and it's really cool. And then a dear friend of mine has the same sign and she said that her dad used to make them. His huh. name's not Laverne, but <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow, that is a weird yeah, coincidence. Maybe some kind of woodworking thing. Yeah, I don't know. Do. But I do love that it is the negative space and it's it's not how we would expect to find Jesus, right? We're looking for it, looking for it. And we're looking for it in the blocks, in the obvious. Mm. And oftentimes that's not how he appears. Mm-hmm. And that's also, I think, why a different kind of faith as the title of this kind of works as well, because it's a, it's a different, it's a slightly different perspective uh, mm. throughout Ali's story. Ali says this, when you don't get what you want, you almost have to say, thank you. Uh, I know you have something better for me. Yeah, that brings tears to my eyes. That is a humility that I don't think a lot of people have. Um me I know I'm I am not humble enough to to see what he has for me as a gift sometimes and so that is a really powerful statement hmm. I think uh, it seems to me that that's kind of the sometimes that's the baseline that's where the rubber meets the road on faith hmm. is, is bumping up to a, into a circumstances where you can't see how or why or what is going on and saying, thank you, God, that that you are my firm foundation. Thank you that you're, you're making all things new. Thank you that, 
you can work all things together for my good. Thank you that um, you um, have plans to prosper me, to give me a future and a hope. That you're the Alpha and the Omega, and that you see the beginning, the middle, and the end, whereas I only see the dot in front of me. Yeah, I mean, that's a different kind of faith. Mm. Uh, so the last, uh, one thing I wanted to cover off on because it's really important to Allie, it was a part of her story, but I just didn't feel like we had enough, uh, part of Allie's story is that she had these brain tumors and they affected her cognitive abilities during this time. So there's some of her story that she doesn't remember. Um, mm. and I think it's because this is a controversial topic, I, I didn't want to do it a disservice. So that's the disclaimer. Uh, Allie took uh, cannabis oil, uh, was recommended by uh, someone that was helping her uh, to go to California. They got this oil, and she believes it was what saved her life. She Mm. recommended a documentary called Weed the People. I'll put a link to that. We watched it. I thought it was eye-opening. I think more people should be aware of it to know that this is is a possible resource for you. There were kids, there was babies that mm. saw, went into remission because they were using cannabis oil. Somehow it helps connect uh, and open up the pathways for the chemo to work and it helps with pain. Uh, I mean, these are like people on death's door using the oil and then all of a sudden they come back to life. So uh, Allie said, uh, said some of that. She attributed that, but she didn't have a lot of details. So I just kind of, didn't put that in the story, but I want, I want her, I want you guys to know that that, and we can put you in touch with Allie. She can talk to you about it. If you know somebody that has cancer, if you're considering going a more natural route versus the chemotherapy route, then by all means, she would love to talk to you. She, she says that in somewhere in her story, she said that she feels like she's here to help save other people from from cancer. Um, and so I think that would, she's an advocate for that and going down that route. And, and I would just say too, I think that there, that, um, currently in the States, I don't know what this is like around the rest of the world, but currently in the States, there is a lot of division, um, and things seem to be extremely black and white, or we try to make them so we definitely want to put, Um, bad things in the bad bucket and good things in the good bucket. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we don't at least listen to and try to understand the other side of the coin from where we personally sit or the other side of the camp from where we sit. And I think before watching this documentary, I had a very strong opinion about cannabis oil or cannabis in general. And after having watched the documentary and hearing Ali's story, my opinion has changed. Um, I do think much like Ali that God has created all of these plants and um, herbs and they, they are here for a purpose. And I don't think it's always just to flavor food. You know, mm-hmm. um, we have seen firsthand in our son's life with Crohn's that these natural substances that God has provided us when used can 
reduce our inflammatory responses to various foods. And because of that, it really, this documentary intrigued me. And I think it opened my eyes to the possibility that, hey, isn't it a possibility that cannabis or cannabis oil can be used in a way that honors our bodies, helps our bodies and fights things in the same way that these other supplements, spices, herbs, plants are doing in other cases. Mm -hmm. So it just opened my eyes and, um, and my understanding and helped me see, I think, people who are in a tough spot and are willing to try anything with, um, with a softer heart. Mm -hmm. And so I would definitely recommend the, um, the documentary, documentary for yeah, sure, which I'll, I'll link to. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that should do it. That should do it. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we could not do this without you. If this story has encouraged you, please share it. If you know someone um, that is going through their own cancer battle right now, please share this story with them and let them know that there is hope, that Jesus sees them, he is walking with them, and even if they don't feel it, he's there. Hmm. He loves them, and we love them too. So we pray that you guys have a good week, and we will catch you next time. With every episode, we encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.